Yo, I ain't seen you in a minute. But I got something to tell you. Listen. See the thing about you that caught my eye is the same thing that makes me change my mind. Kinda hard to explain, but girl, I'll try. You need to sit down, this may take a while. See this girl, she sort of looks just like you. She even smiles just the way you do. So innocent she seemed, but I was smooth. I'm reminded when I look at you. But you remind me of a girl that I was new. Oh, See, I'm fixed whenever I I, uh, I'm a Michigan kid, uh, bo born in Michigan, raised in Michigan, uh, big avid uh, follower of uh, Detroit sports. I can pretty much tell you uh, every, every year the Lions had a winning record because I can count them on one hand. Um, I, uh, I moved to Chicago in the past year, and I'm surrounded by all the, the crap that is Chicago sports. Um, so, you know, I, I miss, uh, miss Detroit, miss Michigan. But, um, you know, pretty much Miss Michigan. That's what, I was going to chime in you, on that, too. That's nice. what you call your hand. <laughs> that's Jill is the other one. Um, low, give the low five. The low five. <laughs> the low five drive. Um, yeah. So, you know, I've been following sports my whole life. Played sports growing up. And uh, getting in the, the podcast game as, uh, as Frey. So, that's Frey. All right, well, uh, good job, Frey. Uh, you can call me Cat, Cat Stevens, for long if you want to go that route. Uh, I've kind of bopped all over. Uh, born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Spent some time in Cincinnati, Ohio, in uh, in Michigan for a big chunk of time <clears throat> before I relocated to Wisconsin. So, um, kind of got my hand on a pulse of a couple different um, different sports fan groups, if you will, and. People nice. that I uh, don't care for as much, wizard, and some wizard some that I care words. for more. Yeah, sure. Wizard of words. <laughs> that's that's probably not what it is. So, so, yep. So I'm excited to see where this can go. If whatever it's like, just kind of kicking around some ideas, making fun of some people, and having a good time. <clears throat> so to give everyone a background on our uh, on our podcasting <clears throat> experience, or just overall internet take hot take experience. Uh, I have a blog. It's called Frywitch. Um, it has been on and off for about the last four years, being updated. I uh, started it senior year of college, um, 2013. Um, just wrote about Detroit sports, wrote about everyday college life. It was terrible. I don't think anyone read it. I don't think I got one comment in a year of doing it, and I was doing it pretty much every day yeah you uh, were yeah i was right <laughs> right and then i was also writing the blog so uh, nice nice <laughs> um shut it down for a couple years and then last year i was working a job where i had a little bit more free time in the summer and i was putting in about four hours a day writing on the blog kicked it back up tried to get a uh 
Tried to get a little home run, or not home run, that's stupid. A foul ball competition going with a foul ball guy and this guy from the Detroit Tigers, Bill Dugan, who caught foul, uh, four foul balls in a game. Had it all lined up. A foul ball guy was going to fly in from New York. He was he travels the travels the nation, got some background on foul ball guy. Didn't end up coming. Um, bailed at the last minute. Bill Dugan was ready to go. He was all about making it not a publicity stunt, making it for the kids. And uh, foul ball guy was pretty much the exact opposite. So uh, that's about the only traction my blog's gained in the last year. Um, but if you guys are listening to this and you want to check it out, it's uh, Frywitch. <laughs> <clears throat> frywitch.com uh, f-r-e-y-w-i-c-h.com and we'll be throwing the podcast recordings up on there uh, as well can they follow you on social media at frywitch you stuff? can you can you can uh, twitter frywitch uh, at frywitch it's a picture of a sandwich so I, you know maybe one of these podcast days we'll get into the background on that and how that all kind of came to be with the sandwich and and you know uh the blog it's that yeah we might, that might be a podcast for itself you know i, I can't wait know, if i do that now it's this is gonna be 45 minutes of me talking about a breakfast sandwich so let's uh let's uh move on from that but yeah so that's our that's the background i have um also anonymously uh working in still in the athletics industry now so i kind of got the inside track on on all things sports there you go all right well let's jump into it uh we'll, we don't really have much of a format of things here but a couple of current event topics don't necessarily have to be related to sports but most of them probably will be so um looks like starting here um i'm sure as you all have heard the chargers are going to re relocating to los angeles um, did they had a logo gate logo? going on recently. Yeah, logo, oh logo gate. Yeah, so that's why I was going to start here. Um, I mean, it, what a great time to be alive for the internet, right? Oh, as soon as that logo came out, you could tell it was the worst thing that's that's pretty much been on the internet in the last five years. It looked like it looked like they hired like one of their like college interns from UCLA to throw together a logo and he basically just typed LA in Times New Roman into his word document and they were like all right looks good let's do well, it well the thing the thing that i i guarantee you they hired some sort of firm for it right that they're going to oh, hire yeah. a firm to create something and i think someone's just trolling them and just put some logo it's like oh this is a twist of the dodgers with a little what was the tampa bay lightning kind of flair yeah, to it, it was, uh, and yeah yeah, and they bought they bought that, which I I mean I know they've kind of like reverse track and stuff, but I mean people like talk all about how people are so important in sports. Like, there's got to be someone that has the stones to just go up to you and say, no, this looks kind of dumb. But I, I can't don't know. I, I can't believe it made the internet. I mean, th- what do you what do you think happened there? They probably the process was they probably hired someone to design it, a designer. They sent it back to their to the team. And, I mean, who looked at it before they put it out on social media? I felt like you got to have, like, the top dog take a peek at it before it's like, all right, you know, here's the here's the logo. So I don't know. I just can't believe that they paid someone to type L.A. and, like, put a blue yeah. background on it. Well, I think we're all in agreement. The one thing I would like to kind of take a spin on it 
so the Lightning had that tweet that went out that yeah. said Did you something see that? like the Dodgers or them are just friends, which you know, and nowadays you make big splash on social media if you cover a you know a large sport, and then he went and deleted it. And they, I don't know. They deleted that tweet. Yeah, I don't know necessarily why or what's going on, but I mean, come on. Don't be so soft. I mean, it, it's not like it didn't the, exist. You saw the Dodgers came back. I want to say it was the Lightning came out with, like, you said you'd call, and then the Dodgers came back with, like, oh, honey. Did you see yeah. that? They're like, oh, uh, honey. I didn't catch the entire conversation, but I, I understood the gist of it. And yeah. I, I, That's internet gold, and they robbed us of that. But that's I mean, I guess what, it was out there, so. If you're the social media guy for any of those major sports franchises, or even the college ones, I mean, I feel like it is your job to – tweet things like that like that is that's where you get the retweets that's where you get the favorites and the follows like no one gives a shit if you're i mean they care if you say that you know the lightning had five shots on goal in the first period yeah that's great but when the social media guy gets out there takes a little bit of a risk like that that's where you get all the followers and all the all the action so i'm in favor of it i don't Especially if you're in Florida as a hockey team, which no one really cares that much. I know, no, no I know they do. Hockey there. No, they I know the Lightning are good. There. The Lightning are good and all that nonsense. But no one truly cares that much about it. That's the best way to get people to follow oh, yeah. hockey in the South is to be creative and use that kind of stuff. Like get the Panthers. Media. The Panthers social media guy needs to start doing that kind of stuff yeah. because what do they draw? Ten people to the game? I mean, they probably don't even yeah. know games are going. I don't on. know. Do you I don't see? Know. Another note. Do you see old Eastern Michigan, the hometown favorite? They. Uh, they tried to throw their hat in the ring. No, I did not. They Can you tweeted. Explain? So yeah, so Eastern Michigan, whose graphic designer must have been even worse than the Chargers designer, uh, came back from the clouds and was like, Eastern Michigan has decided to change their logo, and they had the E, and instead of the middle bar of the E, they changed it to a lightning bolt. But it was like, it was pretty much like paint quality. Oh, uh, it's almost better design. that way. So. They, sure. it was, they tweeted from the official account. It, it got a couple laughs, but it's one of those things where it's kind of like, you know, you, people have already moved on by sure. the time they get it out there. So I guess most important lesson is, one, you got to have the stones to tweet it or to come out with, you know, something a little risky like that. And two is you got to come out quick. You can't come out yeah. two days later. People yeah. forget. So speaking of coming out quick, um, let's keep going. Uh, NFL playoffs. Kinda. What does that have to do with coming out? I thought you were going to make a sex I'm, joke. No, 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 no. My head's not in the gutter. It's uh, yeah, some like teams. You were, you were lining that one up. I was like, damn. No, 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 no. But seriously, it's so NFL podcast. playoffs, one of the more highly spoken about things, and everyone's going to chat about ratings and blah, 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 and storylines. Take it whatever way you want to go. Start with, you know, wild card and whatnot. What are your takes as uh, – if you want to start with Lions, because that's right. yeah. Let's backtrack. We'll backtrack about a week, week ago from recording this. Watch the Lions. Classic Lions game. Game <laughs> they've been playing all season long. They, uh, you know, they start out. Don't do anything in the first quarter. They can't move the ball. Only points they can get is from Matt Prater kicking a 55-yard field goal. Shout out Matt Prater. You know, shout out Dick Prater, and. You know, it just it had that feeling the entire game that it was going to come down to the fourth quarter. The Lions were going to be down, you know, a touchdown or you know, a field goal, and Matt Stafford was going to come in and lead them, lead the charge, lead the way. Um, and 
for all the for all the regular NFL fans that don't watch the Lions during the year, watching that game, I mean, that's that's what happens all year long. The Lions suck for three quarters, and there's penalty flags all over the place, and you know, the ref, see, it feels like the refs just slowly are turning on the Lions and setting them up for failure, and then out of nowhere, Stafford in the fourth quarter is. Joe Montana, Tom Brady, and he's just dropping dimes all over the place. They score with 30 seconds left in the game, and they win it. So I, I don't know what that crazy stat was this year where they were behind in, like, every single game that they played in the fourth quarter. But mm-hmm. same thing in the playoffs, and then when it kind of got down to the nitty-gritty, it, it they just disappeared. Yeah, and I the one thing I will say as someone who also wants to see the Lions succeed, I would say pretty much across the board, unless you're in the division, I don't think anyone has an issue with the Lions, especially now that Sue's gone because they can't say that you're dirty or whatever. Yeah, but, they're not the dirty team anymore. But the one thing I would say to the fans, and I mean you and I have both seen the same thing, is that it goes right to you know, refs hate Detroit, Detroit versus everybody, which there's some truth probably in there a little bit. I mean it's no one's out to get you. It's just that built-in bias that's like – but the you Lions also suck, and we expect them to suck, so we're gonna like support the notion that they suck. But you also need to like understand that in sports that they knew if if that's truly true, uh, and you know that going in, then you need to do everything you can to make that take that out of the game, yeah, so that it's never plays the fact. And it seems like the Lions can never get to that no. point. They always they shoot just... themselves in the foot, you know. Yeah, it's like and eventually over that hump. Yeah, and eventually, if they want to truly be successful, then they need to start. Being having comfortable leads and not relying on comebacks and all this kind of stuff, and because then inevitably one call goes the wrong way, which in football it always seems to happen in every game with every fan base. Then it's all of a sudden the refs hate them, which may or may not be true. I don't really. Have that the is true. It seems like that. I don't know if it's just because my entire Twitter following are Detroit people, but it seems like everyone kind of has the same thing where the game goes on and and the refs start to. Uh, turn on the lions and then everyone starts blaming it on the refs. So yeah. Yeah. So at, that's... at one point it does get a little pathetic and you kind of got to move on from it. But on the other end, it's like, what the hell is going on out there? Sure. Like sure. that Odell Beckham non catch that happened when they played the giants and off the ground. 16, yep. Yep. That doesn't happen to any other team in the NFL. If that's, if that's like the Patriots, the refs are literally every single ref is around that ball, waving their arms, no catch. But the Lions, the guy, I feel like the guy's just looking at his phone on the sideline or, like, you know, staring at his freaking hand, and then that happens, and they don't pay attention. It's like, oh, I didn't see it. Well, what the fuck? Well, in my opinion, they needed to win something going into the playoffs if they had a chance of winning any game. They couldn't go in on an 0-4 skid or whatever it was yeah. and realistically think they were going to come out Make with anything. You don't, no, that doesn't happen in You don't go to Seattle all. like that, no. No, so, I agree. And you so. just knew the Packers were making a run. That's just the Packers. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Packers I'm glad are that the worst franchise in the NFL. I mean, like in terms quote of that. in terms of what? What'd you say? So that's a quote you can use. There you go. There's your headline. Yeah, the yeah. Breaking news, the Packers are actually the worst. Frey, Frey hates the Packers. Frey hates the Packers. Worst team in the world. Um I'm just glad I, I'm just glad a Hail Mary worked out for him for once because I know oh, it's because yeah. that never happens, right? Yeah. yeah. Once so. in a lifetime shot. Sure. Let's go. Let's jump back. I know we kind of went on a Lions tangent. That's probably going to happen a lot. I mean, sure. good thing it's the off season now because uh, we could probably talk forever about the Lions being terrible. Sure. Um, but rest of the playoffs, uh, the the divisional round. You know, Seahawks beat the Lions. 
Um, you know, that was kind of a foregone conclusion. Jeez. So Falcons had the bye, beat the Seahawks. Um, the other side, you had... Uh, Real quick, though, Matt Ryan, MVP? Uh, I don't think he'll get it, but... I think he's got it, right? It's either I mean, I think Rogers, he's... Right? Uh, yeah, I... I would say, I, yeah. I had a little sidebar, had him on my fantasy team, and I can't believe the numbers. He wasn't even drafted in our league, and he put up those numbers. Sure. So, good good for good for Matt Ryan. What's he? Got to be on the wrong side of 30 now. Last year he had a terrible year and come back with, with an MVP season. Potential sure. Super Bowl. Whew. Sure. That guy. Sure. That guy. That guy. You never hear a bad thing about Matt Ryan either, you know? I don't hear anything about Matt Ryan, I mean, either right. good or bad. So. Good or bad. Is he even? I wonder if he even leaves the football facility after games. No. Probably just Probably hangs not. out. Yeah. Sure. Um, All right, that's NFC. Anything on the Cowboys? I mean, you I knew know. that was going to happen. Yeah, that was as scripted as it could be. Yeah. The, the only, only thing that would have made it interesting would have been just to see Romo, just to have some fun with it. But yeah. that was as predictable as the it's, sun rising. It's kind of rough that Dak played decently well cuz if he played terrible and they had to bring Romo in, whew, that would have been The one thing the one thing I will say and I've everyone has this conversation and you're going to hear it three more times in the playoffs is about prevent defense. That there was three field goals in 100 100 seconds maybe, I don't even know how long it was. And just like two or three passes in their in field goal range and maybe there's another option to it. Like, that's a classic. Your dad or your uncle is like, watch, they're going to go down here and kick a field goal because our prevent defense can't do anything. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's always one of my favorite hot-button things to talk about with people about football is basically the last minute they can just get into field goal range regardless of where they are. Yeah. it's a, it, And you can just you just know what's going to happen. Like, when Rodgers got the ball with whatever 30-odd seconds left, like, you know he's going to make that throw. It's yeah. It's like... Uh, Whatever. All right. Uh, AFC, um, you know, the Pats are the best team, again, like every year. Um, They're pretty much a lock for the AFC Championship every single year, so it was no surprise when they, even after playing a terrible game against Houston, they still uh, still won by a ton. So you can, you're not going to win a playoff game. You're not going to win a playoff game against the Patriots with Brock Osweiler. I don't think I'm amazed that Brock Osweiler's even starting. I mean, I know Tom Savage was dinged up or whatever, but I I, mean, I, I don't life, understand. Right, it. living I don't that, understand that's it. the best. That's the best. The second best job in sports. The best job in sports is probably being like a like a backup, probably like a third string QB. I would say like bullpen catcher in. But MLB. you don't get you don't get that money. You don't get paid. Uh, you get paid anything? No, you get paid. You get paid, but you're not. If you're think about like Matt Flynn goes in for one game, throws like 500 something yards, six touchdowns against the Lions again. Yep, shout out Lions. Shout out Lions, and um, gets paid 15 mil and doesn't start another game for three years, and he's just making bank. So that's sure. probably the best. Or is Drew Stanton still in the league? Yeah, he's a backup for the Cardinals. Yeah, that's a good that's a good life there too. No one expects you to win when you come in, so if you win a couple games, it's like you're on top of the world. And then other than that, you get behind a really good that Brock Osweiler is just behind good established QB, was reaping the benefits. Everyone thought he was the the shit and gets his chance and Yeah, I 
That's already too much Brock Osweiler talk for the day. Too much Brock. Um, other side, Steelers. Huh? You want to take yep. this one? You want to take the uh, the Steelers game? Uh, yeah, sure. So the Steelers advance into the championship. Um, I, in my opinion, I don't think they've played the best they can. Uh, they need to start. The only way they're going to have a chance against the Pats is if they capitalize in the red zone and don't settle for field goals. I think that's been a situation throughout the year from the couple of games you can see here or there. It's just they're dropping balls in the end zone or they're stupid interceptions off of, like, checkdowns to some other stupid decision, whether it's whether it's a quarterback decision or it's my good friend Todd Haley making the call. I think they just need to score a couple of touchdowns to give them, reward themselves because they got a young secondary, a real young secondary really that's young. Makes me nervous, but we'll see. I don't know. I have faith in uh, Lev Bell and what, AB and the whole think? Facebook Live thing that's going. Yeah, I don't think, think that's that? a problem. Uh, that's a 2017 problem. That, that only is... happens in 2017. Oh, First off, because so they 2017. because that doesn't exist in other years. But second off, because just just trying to find anything. I had no problem with anything Tomlin said. He, I thought it was pretty tame, in all things considered. But I. That's just something. It's only a problem in 2017. They need something to talk about. We're talking about it, so whatever. I, I can't believe they were talking about it on Sports Center this morning. It was like it's one of those things where they were talking about it, and like everyone agreed. It's like this is only something that happens in 2017. Like it's not good. Those five minutes after the game, like that's just supposed to be the team. No, can't like there's a reason cameras aren't in there. Oh, I agree. I and, agree. And they all agreed on it. And this is classic Sports Center. Hannah Storm, whoever was hosting the show just kept going back to, like, new points that had nothing to do with it, and everyone's just like, like, stop beating a dead horse. Like, we all agree it's stupid. What do you want? Like, she's like, well, is Antonio Brown, like, you know he's the hardest-working guy on that team, but is he actually, like, bad for that team? And it's just like, can you just stop? Can you stop with that? It's just, like, the reality of of today's day and age. But then again, I mean... I mean, it is what it is. You can criticize them if you want. I don't care to criticize them, so that's my choice. Just but shout out Chris Boswell for just being absolute cash in a year where kickers have been so terrible. What do you think about that Killer B moniker? Adding Boswell to that. Yeah, he even sa- he he even said he had no business being in there. So yeah, he looked kind of like completely out of place in the post game presser when just or the when all three of them went and stand on the field and he kind of looked like a, a guy that was like. Training for a rap battle later or something. I was so say, yeah, yeah. He doesn't look but like no. Killer B. But in a year where Queen I mean, B. specifically with the spiel, the Steelers too. In the last year or so, they've just ran through kickers. So shout out to him because that's the one talking point they keep having him in the NFL is about how much the kickers suck. So yeah. Falcons minus one and a half. Falcons minus two. So Falcons are. Uh, hmm. They're, they're liking the Falcons right now. I mean, they are playing really well. I just, I don't know. I just like Green Bay. If it was at Lambeau, Green Bay by a hundred. I actually 100. disagree. I think, I think Green Bay is better on the road. I don't know what it is. I think they're better suited for being like playing the card that no one believes in us and everyone hates us. I think that's what they're playing like right that, now. And the yeah. whole, I. But yeah, I, I'll take the Packers in that too. What Get, do you, would you take the points? Do you think they're gonna win? I guess they're plus two. So I yeah, guess it's not that win. much a difference. Yeah. Um, what? So give me a score. Come on. Score, there, huh? There's not going to be any defense. Play. It's going to be like high scoring game. It's going to be the over under's got to be like 90 or something ridiculous. I think it was like 61, which is incredibly high for an NFL game. Yeah. 
So no, I, I, I mean, I think it's something like 35 to 40 something. I don't know if it's, so I don't know if that's too so conservative. Give me, the, give me the score. Packers what? Atlanta what? You go. I, you go ahead. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go Packers gonna... 30, 34, Atlanta 24. Okay, I was I think, gonna go 40, 42, 35, but that's fine. I think it's gonna be, you know, the Aaron Rodgers show, and then Matt Ryan's just gonna be trying to keep pace, um, and they just they're not gonna be able to do it. Falcons season's gonna end in the in the Georgia Dome, and the Dirty Birds are not gonna be flying. I will say, if they can get those running backs going, I don't know if you saw Tevin Coleman's... It was a Tevin Coleman they brought up his old tweets? Just, like, real uh, interesting... You know, whenever someone gets famous, they bring up people's really old tweets and stuff. So people have been retweeting stuff that he said when he was in college and stuff, so... Oh, I did see that. I did see yeah. that. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty crazy stuff. But pretty I, if, if they can get those guys the ball and then just... I don't, I don't know about Green Bay's defense. It's pretty thin. That's what everyone keeps telling me around here. But they seem to be fine. All and right. then, uh, if you have a line on the other game... I'm sure it's like I don't, eight. but yeah, I, it's got to be in favor of New England. Um, sure. I actually think I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh in this one to cover to win. Okay. So I I I'll take them straight up. Just I'm a big Le'Veon Bell guy. You know, he does Agreed. pretty much everything, and you know, you get him out in the open, he can make anyone miss. <laughs> I think Antonio Brown. After what happened, he comes back with a huge game and just kind of tells people that that doesn't really matter at all. And then all those talking heads on, you know, ESPN and Sports Center don't really have anything to talk about on that end anymore. Maybe he starts Facebook living all the post games after such a big there game, being like, "Hey, you know what? Yeah. I have a big game. I'll do whatever I want." Yeah. Um, Maybe yeah, that was so, that was to cover up a different something going on. They just wanted to stir the pot a little bit and get things going. Maybe yep, it worked better. Yep, it's like the yep. Rasheed Wallace factor, you know, guaranteeing a win and stuff. Just like kind of shaking things up, making giving people headlines. So. Oh yeah, and then on the other, you got Boswell who made six field goals. Nothing like having a, a kicker with confidence. So that's true. That's I what think, it comes uh, down to. Yeah, it, playoffs always come down to the kicker. You got a guy that made six field goals. I'm going with Pittsburgh. So I'd like to go with Pittsburgh too because I can't not. I mean that's my that's my not. those are my guys. Uh, I mean they you can't not I, not go with them. Sure, I think my re, I think an X factor to look for uh, <clears throat> it, uh, the kid from Louisville. What's his name? Uh, Eli Rogers, the guy that's in the slot. He's yeah. been having a pretty good. I think look to him. They uh, they always seem to have like a slot receiver that kind of shows out <laughs> in big games down the stretch, but I think it's a lot dependent on whether they can get New England to commit to stopping the run and then look to kind of stretch them from there. But it, it, I think on the offensive side of the ball, that's something to look forward. And the defensive side of the ball, it's all about the young secondary. I think they're real susceptible. I mean, no Gronk, which is helpful because he just dominates Pittsburgh always. But we'll see. I'm, uh, James Harrison is an absolute monster. Dude, he was in the gym. In the 4 gym. 4 a.m. Absolute in the monster. Gym, 4 a.m. So we'll see. I mean, I'm gonna pick them because I can't. I can't not. You can't not I'd, I'd be. I'd regret it forever. Even though my my smarter brain says take the take the chalk. Are so they, that's, are they your are they your pick? Are they your pick to win the whole thing? Um, I would say so. I think the AFC wins it. My only reason is I think the. So I think the Patriots, if they were to come back, they have to win it because they are so obsessed with killing everybody yeah. and if the Still Steelers 
if the Steelers go, I think they get the Packers, and I think there's a little bit of leftover angst from the last Super Bowl. So I think that's what's going to happen, and, I mean, that's right. just me, me being a fan. So Let's, sports let's talk. finish off the sports talk with a little Meryl Streep action. I, what uh, what do you want to say on her? No, I just – I've never been a Meryl Streep guy. I mean, I've never seen. I've never seen. Not a big, not a big Meryl Prada. Streep guy either. Whatever movie she is within John Krasinski and Alec Baldwin, that one's no. shout Double out to Wars, that movie. Which but. one's that? Oh yeah, which one is that? Where they're Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep were dating and they had all those kids, right? I think they were married, but yeah. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah yeah. Married. Yeah. So that one's kind of funny, Same but thing. it works. But I know she's all important and stuff. But these people in. Hollywood have no clue, and I'm sure this is what's been said all over. They don't know what the real world is like. They use their platform to try to tear down sports. It's like the only thing that unites anybody that has – you can have President Obama talking about who he's going to pick in his final four bracket and, you know, any Tom, Dick, or Harry in the middle of Louisiana. Like they can – they both have an opinion. So I just think it's ridiculous that you're trying to like rip everybody down. And I understand you're trying to make the play of words for – the whole arts with martial arts and stuff, but I, it's just, I mean, it's honestly ridiculous. Like no, just, it's, she has no, she has no grip on reality. And now if she was like Condoleezza Rice, who, you know, has experience with the college football playoff and, you know, is in completely immersed into sports, then sure. Go ahead and tell us why you think it's wrong. But I mean, I, there's no way she follows. I'd be interested to, to see her credentials for why she needs to just cut down athletics in general, which is yeah. whatever. I, she couldn't name five, MMA fighters. She couldn't name five football players if she tried. Give her, you could give her an hour. She couldn't name five football players. So yeah, that's, that's my only point. I thought it was interesting, and people are coming after her after some of these games, saying like, "Oh, Meryl Streep would have hated this game." And no, it's just, yeah. it's funny. So also, Devil Wears Prada is that the most talked about never, movie that no one's ever seen? I it has to be up there. I've never ever seen it, I, and they always talk about it. And never, I don't even know if it's an actual movie or if it's just people talking, like, saying the title. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think we'll it's prob- actually real. We'll have if, to. If we we'll ever had, that. if we ever had fans that listened, then they would probably tell us otherwise. But yeah, we'll, we'll fact, we'll fact. Right now, 100 percent of our fan base will probably say the same. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, let's move. Let's move on from the current stuff. Um, sure. Just do. We'll just call this the. Uh, the the hot Detroit minute. We'll catch up sure. on on our the four big teams hap, uh, in Detroit right now. Obviously the Tigers in the off season. Um, not much to talk about there at all. You know, yeah. I don't. I think that right now you're kind of seeing the Tigers go through something that they haven't really gone through, and that's transitioning to a rebuilding team. Sure. I have a Her, quick side note. I have a quick oh, side note. What do you so got? So I took an Uber. Shout out to Uber Free Advertising. Shout out I took Uber. An, I took an Uber the other day, and the guy asked me – I had a Detroit Tigers hat on. The guy asked me if I was a fan. I said yes. He asked me what I thought about the current state of the team, and I kind of was just like, yeah, I'm not sure if they're trying to rebuild or what what's going on here. And he's like, some of the players, you know, some of our pieces have left. Some of them have it. And he asked me what I think about Rick Porcello. And I don't have any ill will to Rick Porcello. I just said, you know, it's probably time. We talked about trading him for how many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, glad he got the Cy Young or, or whatever. I'm glad he had a good year. But I just didn't necessarily think he necessarily deserved it. And the guy goes, yeah, I grew up with Rick Porcello. He's like one of my best friends. Oh, shit. And so I'm like, yeah, he was great you know like yeah, uh, really good. sure yeah, yeah i always uh, liked him on the team so i was just yeah. kind of like yeah i don't i didn't check my rating after that but i thought it was a funny interesting story that would be applicable 
Oh, that is awkward, man. He also said Rick Porcello was a big Yankees fan growing up, so, like, his family was kind of like, you know, like, I don't really want him to go to the the Red Sox, but whatever. Damn. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Um, other thing, I guess, last thing on Detroit Tigers, so we don't talk about it too much, is Verlander on a podcast the other day said uh, said that he he was too old to be on a team that was rebuilding. So, you know, I don't know if that means we're not going to have Justin Verlander in a Tigers uniform after this year, but he's kind of got a point, you know, he's getting up to his mid thirties where it's not really, uh, it's not really good for him to, to be hanging around for two or three years with a team that has no chance of making the playoffs. So, but I I think Tigers division's so weak that you have the Indians, you know, you have the Royals, but the White Sox and... The Twins are so weak that, I mean, the Tigers, half their division games, they're favored in. So it's hard for me to say rebuild when you, you're you better sure. than two of the teams in your division. Sure. So, Agreed. I, we'll the one see. thing I'll note is that I just know that if Miggy ever left, I'd be so sad. And oh, Miggy leaves. Yeah, I'm done watching. I'll just be sad. The dude looks – his workouts this offseason, if you follow my Instagram, look pretty, oh. pretty nuts. So uh, shout, shout out to Miggy. Boxing. He's boxing. He's uh, – what what else was he doing? He's just a beast. I don't know. He's His just watching him do anything is ridiculous. I know they talked about like that. a big thing to watch is whether they move Kinsler because he's, you know, he was a pretty important piece. But we don't need to talk about it too much. There's plenty of time to talk about Tigers. Yeah. Next uh, next team, let's talk about the Stones, the Piss Stones. Okay. Sure. Sure. Uh, I'm looking at them right now. They look they look. See, would be <laughs> yeah, yeah. 19 and 24, so a little bit. And they're like, not, a, not a great start to the year, you know, especially after I, last year making the playoffs. You know, I was firmly in that camp to believe they were going to take a step forward you think, with some right? pieces. I liked Ish Smith this year. Yeah, I, I've liked a lot of things. I like both the additions they made with Boban and even like John Luer is like useful. So, yeah. but uh, just, uh, I don't know what's going on. I I know Reggie was gone, but. When no, he came ever back, since it, Reggie came back, they haven't really been doing no, very well. So no, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. But shout out to Andre Drummond for hitting that seventy-five foot shot. I guess oh, like yeah, yeah. that was pretty cool. If nothing else, will go viral. Yeah, nothing like a big man. Nothing like a big man hitting a full court shot. And my favorite player in the NBA, Boban, jumping up and down, blocking yeah. that inbounds pass the other day. Looking, he's looking to KCP on the bench, and he's trying to show him what to do. That was just, yeah, that's Twitter gold. Like when we get rid of Vine, that's going to be sad. So. Not to have that kind that of stuff. That guy is – he. you know in the Harry Potter movie where they're in the bathroom and they're fighting that, like, ogre-like thing and they stab it in the head with the wand? Uh, it's like I want to say it's the second I'm not one. an expert, so okay. Boban, I'll, look, I'll look Boban, back. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll include a little picture, but Boban looks like that guy to a T. Like, his face, his body, it's just – I'm pretty sure it was him. I haven't looked at the credits for that movie, but – I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it was Bowman. Just the pictures of that man with his hands around people and, like, the size of his palm to someone's face is just insane. How can me, you so. be that big? All right. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about yep. Let's talk about the uh, the lovely Detroit Red Wings. Uh, the only thing I'll say about the Wings, 24 straight years uh, – no, 25 straight years they've made the uh, the playoffs. They've, <clears throat> they've never not made the playoffs since I've been alive. Uh, which is pretty crazy. I, that's probably the craziest thing um, happening in sports in terms of streaks right now across multiple seasons. Um, 
they uh, they're not looking as good this year. They're a younger team. Uh, Larkin is is their leader. You know they don't have the Lindstrom. Uh, you know they don't have Zetterberg at full strength. They don't have you know Datsuk there. They're a younger team. They got a guy Nielsen who's in the All Star game this year. I think it's the year the line or the Red Wings don't make the playoffs. Maybe hot take central right there, but um, you know they're they'll be on the cusp. They'll be right around. They'll be right around it. You know come March and April, but I think. Right now, Red Wings aren't getting in, and uh, you know they'll they'll have to look to next year to start another streak. One thing I'll have to say, I think, and maybe this is just my opinion, but I think streaks are the most overrated thing. You don't. It's like a. It's just a. I don't get it. It's just like a participation trophy to me. Like you don't win anything. I don't. It's not. Like they it's, talk about that for for football, making bowls, and for basketball. Like look at Kentucky and Carolina. Like they've won championships recently, and they've not made consecutive tournaments and stuff, but that's because they reload with all these awesome young kids. And, like, I'd rather have a more of an up and down and not just, like, a consistent, so you know. You would rather you would rather have them be really, really good one year and then terrible the next year. Well, I, I don't think – I don't put words in, like, the terrible category. I'm not I putting mean, words – I'm just saying. I don't think you, you can be really good. Consistently good. good no, I think – I think that's a, that's a loser's mindset, though. Around here, so the, uh, there's some schools in – so the University of Wisconsin's made a billion basketball tournaments in a row, and it's, like, really important to them to make it. And there was, like, a ticker tape parade when they made the tournament last year, and it's like, oh, another how many, year. How many years in a row have they made it? Like 25, 26. Is I don't that know. Is that longer than no Michigan idea. State? Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I think I Kansas they're up is there the top too. one. Kansas we can, we can, can fact-check that, and I'll yeah, maybe we'll, do that real we'll, quick. We'll fact-check right now. But I would just rather to win something. I don't know if there's necessarily – like it's nice to say that, but it in my book, as someone North competitor, oh, Kansas, yeah. Go ahead, tell, shoot, hit me with the facts here. Uh, all right, Kansas right now, 27 straight years. It'll be 28 this year. Duke, 21 straight years. Yep. Michigan State, 19. Gonzaga, 18. Oh, that's great. I didn't know that one. 18. That's back. Yeah. Adam Morrison. I guess Adam Morrison kind of. Well, Gonzaga will keep going in because they yeah they'll beat up they on put, people. They put in the middle of wherever with other Mormons. Wisconsin, 18. Sure. So I mean that's great. I guess in that in that mindset maybe the one you know opposite view is they get to participate in one of the greatest sports tournaments of all time, but at the same time, like sometimes it's just a little bit overplayed. We're making the playoffs and getting bounced in the first round, like, that stuff starts to get frustrating. And it's like if you're not going forward, you're going backwards. So uh, that's yeah. just a different way to think of it. Yeah. I know I'm not popular with a lot of the, the Red well, Wings fans in with, my circle. With but. the NHL and the NBA, half the teams make the playoffs. So you really sure. don't have to have a stellar year to make the playoffs. You just kind of have to be there. With, sure. you know, the NFL, you got to be one of the better teams with the uh, – um, with Major League Baseball, you really got to be one of the better teams. So, yeah, I mean, I can see it there. It's not as impressive as it would be not a big in deal. another sport. But what yeah. I will say is if you're talking, like, European soccer and you're staying up and not getting relegated, that's pure dollars that it makes, not necessarily to make, quote-unquote, the playoffs because there aren't any, but to stay up in the league each year after year after year, that's something to be – Full, di- like full disclosure on on major league or on not major league on any type of soccer. Cat's a soccer expert. I'll talk hockey. Talk- Cat will talk 
Fo- sorry, but, football, football. Okay, I'll sure, football. Nice, classic. So we don't need to get into it, but I'm just saying when you're staying up in a league or in this situation, if there was like a financial incentive to make it every time, which sure, maybe you get a couple more in ticket sales and you can move some merch and whatever. Merch. But, you know. Today's, I, I, today's podcast, word of the day, merch. Merch. Yeah, look it up. So. All right, that's our Detroit takes. Hopefully a week from now we'll be talking about the Pistons making a run. Uh, probably not, but – you know we'll we'll be here if they are. Um, we're gonna we're gonna hop into one of our. We're not gonna do too many segments today. We're just gonna start off with one um, that you know I thought of the other day when I was driving in my car, and uh, you know driving up to work, sitting in traffic that Chicago traffic, a lot of thinking time, and you know I got to thinking. You know, you know what's crazy? crazy. What's that? Gum. Yeah, right? Gum. Just gum, you know? <laughs> gum. Gum, like listen to it. <laughs> Just, I mean, feel it come out of your mouth. Gum. Right? Gum. Gum. So, gum. Gum is, uh, I'm sitting there, like I said, sitting in traffic, I don't know if you've ever had those feelings where you're like, it's kind of like out of body where you're just like, what's going on right now? Chewing my gum, I took it out of my mouth, started twirling on my finger. How does that's, gum... By the way, that's a all-time gross move, but go ahead. <laughs> How? It's normal. How does gum stay in that like hard but chewable form that you can stretch it out when it starts as literally like a little, a little dot, a little hard dot of candy? Is it even is gum candy? Or is candy? I would classify. I don't. I don't think I'd classify gum as candy, but that's just me. I I just couldn't believe. Because you're not supposed to eat it. You know, and you're not supposed to swallow it. But yeah. how how does it stay in that state for so long? What I mean, they this is probably a you know Google search away from be, me being able to figure it out. But I'd rather talk through it. How does it stay in that state from like it, you get it and it's like a stick, a hard stick. Or a circle, if you get like, or the trident layers one that people get paid in. How does it go from that to the chewable form and stay in the chewable form for that long? You know, well, I would. What would your expert opinion be on that? Well, my expert opinion would be that modern chewing gum is composed of a gum base, sweeteners, softeners, <laughs> plastic. No, I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> is that is that from memory? Yeah, and it's because of the physical chemical properties of its guy? polymer, plasticizer, and rosin components. So, you know, it kind of contributes to the elastic, plastic, sticky, chewy characteristics. Oh, but no, it's it's like the edible Play-Doh, and which was the greatest thing growing up. Edible Play-Doh, Play-Doh was the coolest. Wait, wait, what is edible Play-Doh? It's nothing. It's but gum to me. No, no, it should be. It's just another kind of chewing gum. But that but Play-Doh starts in that weird formation. It never gets out of it. Gum, I'm saying, gum's like a caterpillar. It goes from like one formation. There you to, go. You know what? You know what Live. caterpillars are? The, I the don't. gum of insects. There you go. You heard yeah. it here first. Caterpillar caterpillars are the breaking gum news of, <laughs> of insects. There you go. So, That's another headline for everybody hope, keeping hope score everyone, home. Uh, hope, hope everyone you know understands that. Um, you know what's my? I'll, I'll give you one of mine because if we're talking about what's crazy. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? crazy. The phrase preaching to the choir, right? Because that's like preaching to the choir is supposed to make it sound like no duh, you know? It's like you're preaching to the choir like I understand. That's 
I, I understand that's that's you know no duh. Yeah. But but you actually preach to the congregation and the choir is also there. You're not preaching to the choir, so it's like it's such a contradictory statement that I know Who people are you preaching to. This. You preach to the congregation, the people that oh, are yeah, sitting. Oh yeah, the people, there. right? Yes. Yeah, so shouldn't the saying should be, oh, I'm preaching to the congregation. But but is that a it's a it's it's meant to be like commonplace. Like when you're preaching to the choir, it's like oh, like I do that as well. You're you know you're you're. What does that have to do? I don't. How does that phrase even? It's a mind. Jump, it's a mind-numbing thing because it's wrong. In my opinion, it should be preaching to the congregation and not just mine. It's but what is he preaching the con- congregation? I don't understand. It's like a religious thing. You the the preacher. No, 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 I understand that. To. But if so, so if say like your buddy is like playing a video game and he gets killed and he's like, "This game sucks. I always get screwed." And then he goes, and then you to your buddy, you're Preach like, choir. "Oh, you're preaching the choir because I also always get screwed." How does that translate over to actually preaching to anything? <clears throat> it's wrong because you don't preach to the choir. But even That's if it was point. congregation, who I don't understand. If even if it was congregation, because how... the preacher always preaches to the congregation, it's something they always do. That's what always happens. It's oh, like, yeah, that always ha- happens to okay. me. Like, it okay. always. So that's why I think it's interesting. It's one of those sayings. That might be one of the things I do. Just these sayings where people mess them up. Like, yeah. you know, I could care less. Well, actually, the saying is couldn't, couldn't care, care less. less. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's all. That's my what's crazy for today. Not to. I, I got one. It. I got one more. Just oh, there we go. Hit me with it. Uh, all right. This one, yeah, this one. I, this one's blown my mind for years. Ever since I was sixteen, could could drive. When radio stations, uh, actually, you know what's crazy? crazy. Radio stations they hype up how much music they play, and they got like a sick instrumental beat going in the background. They're like, we play thirty minutes of nonstop hit music. And they're talking about it, and they're talking about it, they're all about it. And then once they're done talking, they go to five minutes of commercials. Oh, yeah. Got to pay those happen? bills. They got to pay those bills, man. Why are you hyping up your music and then hit me with five minutes of commercials? I they're teasing. Music. They're teasing the music for they the rest dropped, of the show. They dropped, like, the the sickest beat, the Shook Ones beat today on one of these rap stations where they're just yelling. And I was thinking, oh, they're about to drop into, like, the like Shook Ones, get some lyrics going. Probably two minutes of them being like, So, 30 minutes of non-stop hit music on 92.3, the gold. And I'm just like, oh, jacked up, cranking it up all the way in my car. Boom. Goes a commercial where this lady's talking about, like, her diarrhea problems. And I'm just like, what is going on here? How, how does that work? I, I don't even have any insightful input. To, that's just. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's why you know what's crazy. So there's you know what's crazy. All right. Um, moving on. Um, you know we'll we'll wrap up today's podcast. Today's the Hornet the Minute inaugural podcast with the uh, the Hornet Minute. There you go. Little background. Little background on this one. Cat uh, uh, and Frey. Cat and myself. We uh, we've known each other for a, a hot minute. <laughs> I, I don't get uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the minute. Okay. The minute. Sure. The minute. The minute sure. Thing okay. That we talked about a minute ago. Sure. Um, nice. And we we have an understanding of similar names from our from growing up um, of people that we uh, of that we know. They're those background characters. You know those uh, the bottom of the cast list characters that. You know, well, they don't necessarily have to be the bottom of the cast. Not the bottom, but the mid, the mid to the bottom, and. Uh, you know we have an understanding of similar names, and so for. For this minute, we are gonna 
we're going to say those names just off the top of our heads, names of some of those people that uh, – and if you're listening and you're one of the names, hey, congratulations, you made the Hornet Minute. Maybe send us a tweet um, maybe, with your suggestion. Yeah, maybe send us a tweet. Send us a couple other names that uh, that you can think of that that would that would fit this mold. Um, but you know we're gonna we're gonna put a timer on and we're just gonna go back and forth with these names. So uh, Matt, do you want to start us off? Up? Yeah, let's kick it off with some uh, Darcy Christian. Darcy Christian. All right. 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 Uh, Peter Nelson. Peter Nelson. That's a good one. Uh, what about like Amir Rad? <laughs> no joke. I was gonna say Amir Rad. Classic. No great minds. Out of all great the minds. Names, how did, dude, great minds. <laughs> great minds. Like, like I was literally sitting there about to say. You know Amir who else would have liked that one? Kyle Dooley. <laughs> oh, Kyle Dooley. He would have liked that. Love that one. Rosie Jones would have also Rose? liked that one. Yeah, I think Jason Gumnick would have found that pretty funny. Too. <laughs> Jason Gumnick would have definitely. Liz Willis probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have minded that one. Yeah, to be uh to be quite Carrie Frank, I think uh I think Gino O'Brien would also work. Uh, both both those ones would have uh both those ones would have got it. Uh Tim Finkbeiner. Tim Finkbeiner, I know I heard he likes he's really good friends with Rusty Husted. Still. Hu- you know, you know who uh you know is also friends with Rusty his uh his his name share uh, old Rust Wire. <laughs> Rust Wire classic. Yeah, so Jack Chester Weinstein, we you know you can't leave him out in the Hornet minute. Uh, looks like we got about five seconds left here. I'm gonna end this one uh, with uh, Maher Elawar. Classic, classic, nice. All right, and that was the Hornet minute, the first official Hornet minute of uh, of the year. We should we'll like have... keep track of those so we don't have repeats. Yeah, we're not gonna have any repeats. Our, our our listeners, if you hear repeat, just you know let us know. We're gonna try and avoid any repeats on there. You heard your name in the Hornet Minute. Tweet us in. Maybe we'll send you a T-shirt uh, when we get T-shirts made. Maybe a sure. keychain, something of that nature, something very uh, low cost, uh, you know, low labor, so we don't really have to do much. But, um, yeah, that's the Hornet Minute, the first official Hornet Minute, and, uh, you know, that'll be a reoccurring segment on our show. So Great. All right. All right, now it's time to uh, to wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up. <laughs> you know what they say. Be, be safe, everybody. Everyone be safe out there. You got to gotta wrap it up. We can cut that part. That's probably oh, okay. good. Yeah. We don't so, need, we don't need okay. Well, until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Or Just So, yeah, so I guess so everyone knows we're going to try and come out with one of these a week to start. That might be ambitious, uh, but we'll do our best. That's going to be ambitious, but if we can get one in a week, I think we'll be pretty happy. Um, all right, thanks, everyone, for listening. And, good uh, luck out there. Shout out Max B, and we're good. Shout out Max B. Everyone be safe out there. Wrap it up. What do you want to sing? Let's sing Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Or by, uh... (laughs) Okay, fine. I don't know if I know the words, but that's even better. Let me just see if I can hear it. There's a place on Ocean Avenue. (laughs) We're going to cut the episode with Ocean Avenue. Yellow card. Based on Ocean Avenue, where I used to sit and talk with, with you. you. We were, we were both 16 and it felt so right. And all day, day, day and all day, day and up all night. Staying up all night. There's a place on the corner of Cherry 